This is the business of sports. We're in a situation that we haven't dealt with in modern times. The pandemic here has really accelerated the investments that we've been advocating for for years. From a macro standpoint, I think our sport industry is really forced to look at the business a little bit differently. In-depth conversations with the leaders in the sports industry. Who wants to be the sacrificial lambs that shows up at the first big major sporting event? We're part of something much bigger than sport right now, and the health and safety of our stakeholders is what's most important. Every moment, I think we're all from a business perspective thinking about the impact that the virus is having across the country. Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio. I'm Michael Barr, and you're listening to the Business of Sports. We're here Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays to explore the big money issues in the world of sports and talk to some of the biggest players in the industry. And Wednesday, it's Fantasy Day week. Tw- I cannot believe it. It's week 12. Uh, and it's we're coming up on the playoffs soon. Uh, joined by Bloomberg Radio producer Rich Truman. Do not forget to catch his weekly fantasy football column. That comes out every Thursday this season on the Terminal, but I think it is out today. So if you can go there, you can check it out. And also Bloomberg Intelligence's Damian Sassauer. Uh, before we get into uh, the picks, we got to talk about our league. How you guys doing? Well, hey, I mean, I think we're, but you know, both Rich and I are holding on there. We're we're qualifying for the last two playoff spots. I mean, we're we're looking pretty good. Our teams are getting healthy, and I think you guys up there at the top of the charts better better watch out here. The next few weeks should be interesting. Uh-huh. Uh Rich, how you doing, man? <laughs> yeah, as Damien said, we're tied. I actually, I believe, I have the second most overall points, so I'm a game out of second, along with Damien, I think. So if I can get a little run here. Tie for second, then maybe I'll get a, a buy. Uh, but, I can't. I can't allow that because okay. I'm playing you this week, man. I, I, uh, I'm playing you. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. So well, yeah. It's. I'll be. I'll be listening to what you're picking here. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> uh, let's start. Uh, first of all, I let's start with the obvious. Uh, Cincinnati quarterback Joe Burrow. That that was tragic because uh, he's injured. Obviously, it's torn. They they think now it's an MCL. So and obviously he's out for the season. Uh, and, and, and it's brutal because that young man was really taking off. He would have won Rookie of the Year, I believe, if he would have completed all the games. Uh, yep, and, he, and, he, and he's not the only one out in Cincinnati. You've got Joe Mixon out now. So, yeah. I mean, for those of you looking at lineups and looking for streaming defenses, that New York Giants defense looks awfully special heading into Week 12 here. But how typical would it be for the Giants to lose this game? <laughs> so apropos that the Giants will lose this game. They're without their number one running back, their number one quarterback. Giants have been playing well lately. As Damian said, the obvious thing would be to pick up the Giants' defense, but I do not trust the Giants. Giants Rich, are five-and-a-half favorite in this, too. Yes, they are. It's Wayne's world. It's Wayne Gallman's world out there in Giants land. So, you and know, you have them. You, and I have them. So, you know, I'm looking for the Giants to roll. And, you know, we were just talking before the podcast. I mean, who do you think wins the NFC East this year? I mean, it's tight. Do you realize the Washington-Dallas game could determine a lot in the NFC East? That's how bad it is. I, it's I, I am I am amazed. I, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. There needs to be a rule. If you're not 500, you're just out. Period. And you just pick another team. And and the winner of that division is going to host a playoff game. Yeah, that's that's not right. You get a home field advantage for having a, a sloppy record. I, no, that's wrong. So. Well, guys, I mean, all three games on Thanksgiving Thursday are going to be awesome, and nothing is going to be more important in my mind 
than that evening game, Baltimore-Pittsburgh. I mean, let me just give it to you. That Ravens overtime loss to Tennessee leaves them at 6-4 and four in the year. And, you know, they're four games behind Pittsburgh now. They're one game behind Cleveland. I mean, check it out. At one point, Lamar Jackson was 21-0 and in career games when Baltimore was up by 10 or more points. In the past three games, they're just 1-2. and two. Well, that's if the game goes. Yeah. I hope it still goes because, what is it, nine members of Baltimore – they tested positive for COVID. Now, the game is still on as of this recording right now. Uh, I, I hope it still plays. I think that's going to be the best game, like you, you said. Of the you night. know, in my other league, the one I really care about, um, <laughs> I have J.K. Dobbins, and he's finally emerged, and now he has COVID. Yeah. So I would, I, Edwards. I wouldn't mind that game being uh, delayed until next week. I was going to say, you just you hit the nail on the head. Gus Edwards is looking pretty good if that game goes for the running back pickup. Well, let's stay on Thursday. There's a couple of guys I like, and I, I like a lot of uh, players in the Detroit-Texans uh, game. Uh, I know Michael's a Detroit Lions fan, and I really like DeAndre Swift. It looks like he's trending up to play. Obviously, you have to check if he's going to be dressed or not, but he's trending up to play. And Houston has the worst rushing yes. defense in the league. So that's part of my article this week. I like DeAndre Swift. And just reminiscing, one of my favorite Thanksgivings was when I had Barry Sanders on my team and he <laughs> played the Bears in 1997. Three touchdowns, 167 yards rushing. By far, in my opinion, the best, most dynamic fantasy football player to root for, or I actually think the best there, there ever was. Oh, obviously, I was watching that game, and I'm like, I was just, I was drooling. I was like, you know, I'm, in, you know, it, the late great Gail uh, Sayers. Uh, I'm sure it, I think of those two because they both had the same kind of running style, just excellent. It's well, now that we're dwelling in the past, I mean, can we just talk about the 1972 Dolphins, Bob Grease and Larry Zonka? They are going to be watching that Thursday night game because Pittsburgh <laughs> is the lone undefeated team in the NFL. And, you know, after Baltimore, I mean, you know, the schedule, it's going to be very interesting. Can you trust Ryan Finley to put in as a pickup as a quarterback for Cincinnati? I read today that he's not playing. It's a different backup quarterback whose name escapes me at the present moment that has some experience with the offensive coordinator. Mm. So uh, I believe it's going to be a different quarterback. Now you've got some always, you always have some great value plays, Rich, in your article. Please, I got to I gotta beat you. So tell me uh, what you got, man. Uh, our producer, Reggie, says the quarterback that is playing, by the way, is Brandon Allen. Oh, you're right. You're exactly so, right, guys. So that he'll be the Cincinnati quarterback. All right, uh, just I like Swift. I'll give you another one on Thanksgiving. I like J.D. McKissick. He's been getting targeted more than your average wide receiver the last few games. Um, What's Washington, Dallas. The quarterback, Alex Smith, does dump the ball off a lot to the, uh, to the running back. So if you're in a PPR league, I like him. I like Will Fuller to team up with Deshaun Watson because I think that Detroit game is going to be a high-scoring game on Thanksgiving. And I do, even though they're calling for his head in Philadelphia, I'll roll the dice and play Carson Wentz against the Seahawks. That was uh, Damian doing the Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I mean, Michael, the game that's really interesting for me, and it's it's, it's on Sunday. It, it's that Las Vegas Atlanta game. You know, that is going to be the high point total game this week. You know, and you know, with Julio Jones questionable, um, you know, who's going to put up all those points, right? I mean, yeah, Matt Ryan's got to throw to somebody. Calvin Ridley's 
very well positioned to uh, to outperform there. And look, I mean, Gurley had a down week. He can also have a little bit of a bounce back against that uh, that that Las Vegas rushing defense. I mean, which is better than average, mind you. But but I think that game's going to generate a lot of points. I think it's one you have to keep a close eye on. Ryan's stats with and without Julio Jones is huge. Yeah. So you have to make sure that uh, if you have Julio Jones, like I do in my other league, that that he's actually playing. But he didn't look too good when he, he hobbled off the field. Now, by the way, that's uh, that game, uh, Las Vegas. They're two and a half favorites in that game. But which, I you know, I, I know we are talking fantasy, but if that's going to be another highest scoring game, uh, that looks like a, an over bet if you are looking into investing your money that way. Uh, and like the Detroit game, I think that's going to be an over. Yeah, I'd say also, and the highest score, highest scoring game projected right now is KC Tampa Bay fifty six. But I, I do like the Houston-Detroit game over. Uh, any wideouts, uh, strike your fancy gentlemen? Damien? Well, I mean, a lot of people are going to be talking about um, Demir Bird in New England after having six receptions for 130 yards and a touchdown. But I'm not really buying New England's resurgence here. I mean, you know, don't ask me about receivers. I mentioned Juju Smith-Schuster last week. He didn't really perform so well. But, you know, certainly it's going to be Jefferson. If Thielen is out um, on IR due to COVID, you know, Jefferson could have a very big week, I think. And, um, and look, we, you know, Carolina's defense, Carolina's secondary is vulnerable. So uh, and that's, that should be another high-scoring game, Carolina-Minnesota. Rich? Um, I actually agreed with what Damian said uh, before with Calvin Ridley. But one qu- I want to switch the quarterback, if you don't mind, Michael Barr. Sure. How about Justin Herbert? Oh my How goodness! Great has he been? We have not done a podcast, Michael, without him mentioning, mentioning Justin Herbert. <laughs> well, first of all, <laughs> not one this year. I have to tell you because I wasted like forty dollars on um, on Devonta Freeman. I was lucky enough. I guess things balance out. I got Justin Herbert, yeah. like a, two months ago for no dollars. And let me just tell you, his last seven games, twenty touchdown passes, two rushing touchdowns. And he's made superstars. Not that Keenan Allen wasn't a, wasn't a superstar, but Keenan Allen last week, sixteen ca- targets. Yeah, sixteen yeah. catches, one hundred forty five yards, one touchdown. Mike Williams seems like he's scoring every week. That offense has been very very good. Their defense has been poor, so they're in high scoring games every week. So that's another projected high scoring game. Chargers Buffalo fifty three and a half. Well, let's look across the pond at the, the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, Jared Goff, I mean, he was tossing it around. So, I mean, slinging it to Robert Woods, 15 targets. Cooper Cup, 13 targets. I mean, both those receivers were huge last week. Because you can't run on Tampa, so they had a good game plan just to throw the ball. What do you think about tight ends? And I'm not sure if there's really anybody out there, but but I, I do like uh, the tight end for Houston, uh, Jordan uh, is it Akins, I believe Akins. And... Uh, because uh, they're playing in Detroit to, for Thanksgiving, and uh, they love their tight ends in Houston. So uh, that could be a good pickup. I'm well, sorry. one guy, I mean, who who didn't perform well last week, put up a donut, was Hayden Hurst in Atlanta. I mean, yes. so, so, you know, he hurt a lot of people. It just shows the volatility at that position. But, you know, look no further than Darren Waller. What a big game, I mean, really. And so, you know, I think there are still guys out there but you have to lean into Kelsey Waller. I think Evan Ingram's going to have a bounce-back game. Hawkinson's been good this year, and obviously Andrews. Yeah, my uh, column this week, two value picks. To Evan Ingram, Bengals giving up the fourth-most fantasy points to tight ends. And I like Noah Fant of the Broncos. Yeah, he uh, looked good. Uh, you can't run against the Saints. You have to yep. throw the ball. They'll probably be paying from behind. So those are two guys I like this week. 
Now, I, mean, I got to bring this up because, uh, yes, my chest is puffed out. 260 guys. <laughs> it's down to 28 in the survivor pool, Ooh. and I'm one of the 28. And I, I, I'm now I'm like I, people got knocked out because they picked Minnesota last week, so some people got knocked out of that in that one because uh, they they didn't think there was no way in the world they were going to lose to Dallas, but they did. Uh, now going forward is an interesting situation. Miami, they yep. play the Jets, and the interesting thing is the 28 guys left. 25 of them have already played Miami. I'm not you, one I, of the I, 25. Say, I was just going to say that. Uh, and so this could be really good. So I now, of course, I'm blabbing, and of course, you know, this is the way the Jets will show the heck up. <laughs> but if if this is how those pools get knocked out real fast, uh, so I, I'm obviously I'm looking at Miami. Do you see anybody good that you like in the uh, starting with uh, Damian here that you like? In, well, look, uh, I, I mean, here's the deal. You know, Miami's got something to play off. They are a playoff contender this year for sure. And if there's one thing that the Jets have proven, it's they can't do anything right, and that means they can't even lose right. So they might actually win this one. <laughs> yeah, No, I'm kidding. But I, I think Miami would definitely be the pick there. Some others that you might look at if you still got them are the Rams versus San Francisco. That's a tough one, but it's a seven-point spread. Cleveland versus Jacksonville, it's another six-and-a-half-pointer. And then, obviously, Green Bay versus Chicago. I think that's a seven-point spread. So those are all your candidates if you have any of them available. And we don't even know who is quarterbacking for Chicago this week either. Right. That's, that's another situation yeah. altogether. Uh, well, we're going to see what's going to happen. I got my fingers crossed. But By the way, about the bye, now all the teams are playing this week, but then there's some funky scheduling stuff, and I think next week there's some teams on the bye. But anyway, this week – they are all playing, all 32 teams. So go out and see what you got there on the team. Good luck. You can catch our podcast right here every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I'm Michael Barr on Twitter, at Big Bar Sports. By the way, do not forget to catch Rich Truman's article. It's out there, the weekly fantasy football column on the Bloomberg, out there right now, and Bloomberg Intelligence's Damian Sassauer. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports and Bloomberg Radio around the world.